Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it is time for Sunday Morning Alive, right here on our website. Once again, we're so glad that you've joined us. We want to bring you uh, some good news from the Word of God today, and some instruction from the Word of God. Amen. We're living in in, in a chaotic uh, time right now because of the pandemic, and not only that, but all of the chaos that that is all going on around the world. You know, you you would you would think that that this this pandemic that we are in that is shaking America would wake us up to the need for God and to be right with God. And I pray that will occur. It's not over yet. This is not over yet. We cannot flip a switch and go back to business as normal. Now, I'm going to tell you something about business as normal in the church world. In the church world, as we look at it today, in the last days, the Bible said there would be a, a time of deception that is like like it has never occurred before. The Bible is very clear. In fact, it says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, Amen, that in the latter days, last days, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. This is a, when it says the Spirit speaks expressly, God is addressing the people living in the last days. And, and it talks about prior, just prior to the coming of Christ, just prior to the tribulation, actually coming to its apex in the tribulation. Now that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. When Jesus was asked in Matthew's gospel, what shall be the sign of your coming when all these things shall occur? He said, many false prophets shall go out into the earth and deceive many You see, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to what? Seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. You would think doctrines of devils would be clearly understood and we would be hard to be deceived by it. But the Bible said, if no marvel, if Satan himself be transformed as an angel of light and his ministers as ministers of righteousness. Friend of mine, I believe that this day that we're living in is one of the most dangerous days uh, for being deceived that we have ever lived in. And what we need more than anything else, we need God's truth. We, we need to listen. The armor didn't start with the sword, did not start when the Roman soldier got up. He did not pick up his sword first. He didn't pick up his shield first. He didn't put on his shoes first. The first thing he grabbed was the belt of truth, having your loins girt about with truth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Friend of mine, I want you to know God's word is truth and Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And the Bible said, amen, in John's gospel, chapter 8, verse 30 and 31, 
Praise God, if you continue in my word, you're going to know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Praise God. And when He, the Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Truth, when He, the Spirit of Truth, He, he doesn't just come uh, to give you some spiritual badge of accomplishment. He comes to guide us, to lead us into truth. When He, the Spirit of Truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth. For all things that the Father has is mine. He's going to take what's mine. He's going to show it to you. Praise God. Friend of mine, I want you to know today, if we get a hold of the belt of truth, everything hinges on it. Every other part of the armor. The helmet of salvation is the truth. According to the scripture and the word of God, amen, about, about what Christ has done in our behalf on the cross and where we stand in that standing that he has given us access to, amen. The word of God itself, the sword of the spirit is the truth contained in the word of God. The shield of faith is the truth of the person of God, the character of God revealed by the word of God, and the truth about all the promises of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. The 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 truth making up the 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 shoes of peace, the hobnail boot of the Roman soldier so he could stand his ground and utilize his armor hallelujah his feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace what is the gospel of peace amen it is the the good news that we can be reconciled to god thereby obtaining peace with god thereby experiencing the peace of god in our hearts and in our lives. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, we need to get a hold of God's truth and hang on to it today. The Old Testament prophet was lamenting because he said truth has fallen in the streets and no one lays it to heart. Truth has fallen in the streets and no one lays it to heart. Friend of mine, it breaks my heart. How about yours today? To see the gospel uh, change from some of the spiritual and eternal value to a simply material and physical gospel, a temporal, taking the place of the eternal, the physical and material, taking the place of the spiritual. Oh, friend of mine, we need the truth to make us free today. Amen. And the Holy Spirit is here. And the Holy Spirit is there with you. And we got the Bible open right here. And I hope you have your heart open right there today. The question I want to ask today, getting into this great truth that we need, is are we the Enoch generation? Are we the Enoch generation? Is Jesus, therefore, really coming soon? Let me tell you some things about Enoch this morning as we get into the, the truth about where we're living and how we should be living. Of Adam, the scripture says, listen, all the days that Adam lived were 930 years and he died. Genesis 5 and verse 5. 
concerning Seth, we're told. All the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. Genesis 5.8 Scripture tells us that Enoch, Enosh rather, Canaan, Mahaliel, and Jared, Enoch's father, all died. However, when we come to Enoch, we are told, all the days of Enoch were 365 years, and Enoch walked with God. If you have your Bible, and if you're just jotting this down, when you turn to that verse of Scripture, underline, highlight, put in in parentheses and at the end an explanation mark amen Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him according to Genesis 5:23 and 24 everyone else in Enoch's family tree died but Enoch's life on earth and his walk with God ended in what we could I'm going to term this. I'm not. I'm not saying that every Bible commentary is going to do. But listen, there's types and foreshadows of Christ and of of many things in the old covenant. And I believe that this is a type and foreshadow of the rapture that is about to take place. A mini rapture, if you please. Amen. And he was not for God took him. Amen. Could Enoch be this Old Testament picture of the generation that will see what is called in the New Covenant the Harpezo or the rapture of the church, the catching away? Somebody said rapture is not in the New Testament, the word rapture. No, Trinity is not in there either. But the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is revealed. A triune God is revealed, and we use the word the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, amen, to describe what is true of God in describing how how the three-in-one <laughs> operate and, and how that is manifest in the new covenant. And, and the catching away is in there. The snatching away, that, that word that means to snatch away with great force. <laughs> Hallelujah. I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them that are asleep. Amen. And it goes on to say, For Jesus will come with the trump of God, with the voice of the archangel, and the dead in Christ shall rise, and we which are living and remain shall be caught up. That's harpezo. That's the catching away. That's the rapture of the church. Hallelujah. To meet him where? In the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore comfort one another with these words. Hallelujah. Praise God. If we are, if we are living in the generation that's going to see the harpezo, the rapture, the catching away, then it will consist of people who have had a life-changing encounter with God because they have been truly drawn to God by the Holy Spirit. They have met the Master, and they are consistently walking with Him in the midst of a hostile environment. I like that statement that, that I read somewhere. In the midst, listen, the Scripture says it, doesn't it? In the midst... Of a wicked and perverse generation, 
you shine as lights in the world. Praise God. Listen, three things about Enoch. Enoch lived in a progressively wicked world, but he walked with God. That's what I want to bring forward today in this. He lived in a world just like our world today. I wish I could tell you that Christians are going to get into all the political arenas. We're going to, we're going to infiltrate all the Hollywood and we're going to see good, clean films again, family friendly, God honoring God. No. That's not what the scripture says about the generation that would see the coming of Jesus. In fact, the scriptures teach that evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Our webmaster said it uh, some time ago, and he said it under anointing in our conversation. Uh, uh, Brother Doug said to me uh, and to someone else that deception Deception will be the great sign of, of the last day generation. We're living in that time, a progressively wicked world, but he walked with God. Amen. Hallelujah. Genesis five twenty one and 24. Once again, Enoch lived 65 years, begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. Verse 23, so all the days of Enoch were 365 years and Enoch walked with God and was not for God took him. What should we be doing in this last of the last day generation? We should be walking with God. Hallelujah, just like Enoch. And Enoch had a testimony in according to Hebrews 11:5 in the New Covenant that he pleased God. It says by faith Enoch was taken away so he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Amen. And how did he please God? He walked with God. You see, Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, you've got to deny yourself, not indulge yourself. We've got a, a what is called a progressive movement today. It has infiltrated the doctrine and the creed of the church. It has infiltrated the music that we, we, we call worship today. It has infiltrated the teachings that are brought forward today. The modern, postmodern church world is a church world that has been infiltrated with a gospel of greed and that is undeniable and undisputable because when you turn on your television and you hear mainly about the material and the physical rather than the spiritual and the eternal amen listen listen the scripture said this love not the world neither the things that are in the world. For all that is in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life is of the world, and the world 
passes away, but he that does the will of God abides forever. This is not salvation by works, but this is works that verify and confirm that salvation has occurred. So listen to Hebrews 11.5 again. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. The faith to overcome, hallelujah, comes when we get into the Word of God and get the Word of God in us, hallelujah, and we're able to walk with God in a progressively wicked world, hallelujah, through faith. Jude 14 says Enoch prophesied the coming of the Lord. says, Now Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men also, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints to execute judgment on all. You know, this is a proof text to me for the rapture. One of the many in Scripture. Because he's coming back with his saints and if we're going to come back with him we have to we have to get with him before he comes back and i believe the getting with him is when the dead in christ rise and we which are living and remain shall be caught up with him to meet him in the air so shall we ever be with the lord literally physically with him praise God to execute judgment to convict all who were ungodly among them of their ungodly deeds which they have committed in an ungodly way and all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him make no mistake about it judgment is coming upon this world Enoch lived in a progressively wicked world but he walked with God he proved it's possible to live a godly life in an ungodly world I put it this way an upstream Christian in a downstream world hallelujah Philippians 2 15 says that you might be blameless and harmless the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom you shine as lights in the world. See, God's people rebelled and refused to walk in His ways according to Deuteronomy 32.5. Said they corrupted themselves. They are not His children because of their blemish, a perverse and crooked generation. It is amazing how God's covenant people begin through disobedience and, and walking in their own ways and walking like the ways of the people around them, the culture around them. They reflected the culture instead of the kingdom. And today, there's a teaching that reflects the exact 
values of the culture, which is greed, which is ever getting and never having enough. The little bumper sticker on the, on the luxury automobile that says he that dies with the most toys wins. And we've got spiritual leaders today, pastors and evangelists saying God's will is for you to, to be wealthy beyond Hollywood stars and, and, and Wall Street moguls, that this is what God wants for every one of them. Of course, there's a caveat, as the, as we would call it. You've got to, you've got to give money to these guys. Don't give money to somebody that's not rich. That's not good ground. Give your money to the rich. Don't worry about the poor. Don't worry about ministries that are focused on souls. Something eternal. (laughs) He that wins souls is wise. Focus on that that promises immediate fulfillment, immediate gratification through material gain. Oh, friend of mine, how did did we come to this place? Listen to Deuteronomy 32.5. They corrupted themselves. They are not his children. They're not representative of his children because of their blemish, a perverse and crooked generation. And we are to be what? According to Philippians 2.15, blameless, harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation of whom ye shine as lights in the world. Now, I read this years and years ago. I'm 73, almost 74. I came to Christ when I was 21. I came at 12, fell away, became bitter and rebellious and exceedingly sinful. But I came to Christ in a full-blown, hallelujah, born-again experience when I was when I was 21 years old. And I'm trying to walk with Him today. When I read this, I thought only of the world. Only of the, the world that was under the influence of the enemy. I never thought of a great portion of the church world called the progressive movement that is moving away from the spiritual and the eternal to the temporal and the physical. Friend of mine, if you're in that movement, the Bible said of such, turn away. It's your choice, but you have to make it. We're in a day of great deception. And here we are in the last of the last days. We need to be walking with God. We need to be walking softly before the Lord. We need to be earnestly contending for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints because Satan is steadily at work with all of his cohorts. And by the way, when we talk of his cohorts, those that are working with him, you, 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 you think it's easy to discern them, but it isn't. The Bible said in no marvel, if Satan himself be transformed as an angel of light and his ministers as ministers of righteousness. Friend of mine, we are living in the last day and we need God's truth. 
We need the light that that shines in the darkness and dispels it. Praise God. You need to get in the Word of God today. And you need to get God's Word in you. Amen. Because God wants a sanctified people. And He wants a people that are in the know. Christ is coming. He hasn't changed His standard. He's coming for a church without blemish. And the Bible said they were a blemished people because they were perverse and crooked. They represented the culture around them instead of the kingdom. Hallelujah. That God wanted them to see and to manifest. Ephesians 5.26 says of the church and God's love for it. And it says that He might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That He might present it to Himself a glorious church. Not having spot or wrinkle. But that it should be holy and without blemish. Hallelujah. If Jesus is truly coming soon. If we are the Enoch generation. His word must be preached and received. In cleansing power. To prepare us for the coming of the Lord. J. Howard Pugh. Years ago, board chairman of the Sun Oil Company back then, once said, and now I'm going to quote him, like most laymen, I go to church to hear, heralded the mind of Christ, not the mind of men. I want to hear expounded the timeless truth contained in scriptures, the kind of preaching that gets its power from thus saith the Lord. And then he went on to say, such preaching is hard to find these days. And friend of mine, it's not just a matter of finding ministries that stick to the truth of Scripture that actually call for the old pathway, that are not progressive in the sense of leaving those foundations that the gospel is to be built upon. Hallelujah. But we need people that are hungry enough for truth to seek it out. Amen. Amen. You know, the Bible said of the old covenant that the prophets prophesied by their means. They're not listening to God prophesying by their own, uh, their own thoughts. Said if they'd stood in my counsel, they would have warned my people. But they didn't. God calls them blind dogs that cannot bark, laying down, loving to slumber. Listen, if a wolf is stalking the sheep and the dog, the shepherd is sleeping and he's depending on that watchdog to bark and sound the warning so he can go out and deal with the wolf or the lion or the bear. Amen. Listen, when shepherds that are supposed to be watchdogs over God's people. Hallelujah. Amen. Fail to warn. Amen. Then the wolf comes. And and the worst thing about it is, he comes in sheep's clothing. And sometimes the sheep can't recognize the wolf because he's dressed up just like sheep, just like a minister of righteousness but i'm going to tell you who knows the wolf no matter what kind of sheep suit he's got on and that's the shepherd 
the great shepherd of the flock, Jesus Christ, will expose him. The Holy Spirit is not just here to give us a liver shiver, but especially in these times of great deception, the Holy Spirit is here to, to minister in this office that Jesus said of him when he, the Spirit of truth, is come. He will guide you into all truth. Hallelujah. Praise God. How we need to know the truth today that will make us free. We need to hear from God today. We, we, we don't need the post-modern church culture ministry today. We don't need a seeker-friendly, feel-good, touchy-feely word from God. We need a cleansing word from God. You know what Jesus said in John? He said, you are clean through the word that I have spoken unto you. He's washing the church, but he can't wash us if we don't want to be clean. And he can't cleanse us if we won't let the word of God, if we don't search out the word of God and be convicted in the areas we need to be convicted and be so convinced of the truth that we will not follow those that are trying to bend the truth to fit their own designs for their own personal gain. The Bible said of false prophets in the last days, they would make merchandise of you. They only see you as a dollar sign, not a soul that's going to spend eternity somewhere forever. But friend of mine, we're in a time of great deception. It's a sign of the last days. In fact, the Bible says the Spirit says expressly that in the last days, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. That is the wolf in a sheep suit. But I'm going to tell you something. Truth, truth will reveal that. And the truth is found in Jesus Christ who said, I am the truth. And the truth is found in the scriptures because it is said of the scripture, thy word is truth. And the Bible said in John's gospel 8, verse 30 and 31, you know, I was bivocational for, for 12 years. And I remember walking into the break room and someone saying, Rev, didn't the Bible say the truth will set you free? And I said, yes and no. That's not exactly the context of that scripture. The context is this. If you continue in my word, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. I'll tell you, the word of God will reveal what Satan is trying and so effectively trying to conceal today. And that is that there is a there is a trend away from the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. And friend of mine, this is no time for the blind to lead the blind. This is time that we have a clear clarion word from God. So that we might know what to do 
in these last days, how to live counterculture in these last days. Because as sure as God took Enoch, God is going to take his church that has been washed in the blood of Jesus to be saved and washed with water, with the washing of water by the word to be cleansed and made ready to be the glorious bride without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish. Praise God. It's time to awake to righteousness. It's time to wake up from our sleep and from our slumber. It's time to be a people that are discerning that we might not be caught up in the error that is occurring all around us in the church world and the new postmodern progressive church movement. Don't follow what is trending. Follow what is true. Hallelujah. Well, God loves you today. Our time is almost gone. In fact, it is if we keep it within a smaller context. Friend of mine, I don't know where you're living. I don't know who, who you're following as a teacher. But I will not follow what is trending. I'm not going to follow the crowd. Because if the blind lead the blind, everyone ends up in the ditch. And the ditch is deep. And it's dark. And it's dangerous today. And I believe there are people today that God is going to call from a people to make up a glorious bride for Jesus. I want to be part of those who have been washed in the blood of the Lamb and cleansed by the washing of water by the Word. I want to be convicted of any sin that is a stumbling block and a separating sin between me and fellowship with my beloved. I want to be looking, waiting for the soon coming of Jesus, walking with God until that very day. Hallelujah. How about you? If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you can't walk with God. For the wrath of God abides upon us until we repent of our sin and receive Christ as our Savior. But the moment we do, we are washed in the blood, cleansed from our sins, and we are reconciled unto God. And we can have fellowship one with another. And we can talk with Him in prayer. And we can walk with Him in the Spirit and be ready for the coming of Jesus. Don't run from Him. Run to Him today. The hour is late. The sun is setting. Come to Jesus. Christian, this is the day to wise up and rise up and live our life in light of the soon coming of Christ. Walk with Jesus. Hallelujah. And one of the day, one day soon, you will not be here. You'll be caught up and we'll come back to rule and reign with him forever. In Jesus' name.